Thank you very much for tuning into the conversation with Uncle Charles. And uh, for those of you who've been listening to the show, can I just say a very big thank you to you for your support. And um, guess what? On today's show, we have a gentleman who uh, is basically made a big impact on um, the music scene, not just in Nigeria, but, you know, worldwide. He has a unique sound. We're going to talk to him in a minute. But the whole idea of this conversation is to give you an insight. We'll try and convince him to open a window into his life so we can have a little peep into his life. And, you know, you never know. We might pick up a few bits and pieces about what he does. And if we were in that line of um I don't know, business or whatever you call it, or ministry, you never know because we'll find out who the person is in a moment. Then, yes, there might be something uh, for us to, to, to learn from him, to find out from him, or just simply just enjoy the conversation. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me just welcome to the conversation with Uncle Charles, Mr. Nathan Akirami, aka Flo Rocker. Hallelujah. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? Man of God, I am doing extremely, extremely well. Honestly, it's good speaking, to hear it's good to hear your the, voice. This is the day the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. You Hallelujah. have no option. You you have no option, my brother. Nah, you have no it, option. It is not optional at all, at all, at all. But listen, all. it is it's good to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With 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 the beauty of technology, we're thousands of miles apart. But hey, listen, here we are. Here we are. Yes, yeah, so ah, thank so, God, <laughs> thank, thank God for technology. Thank yeah. God for technology. Where would we be oh without technology? Goodness. Honestly, oh. it would have been it would have been terrible, terrible, yeah, but, uh, utterly terrible. God, God has given us the, the 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 intelligence or the intellect to actually put all of this together, and for that we thank God. But how's how's life in Lagos anyway? Well, life in Lagos is good. Everybody's trying to cope with this, you know, uh, coronavirus thingy. It's it's really it's it's quite challenging it's we are not used to this kind of life we are used to doing things when we want it how we want it you know whenever we want it now we've been placed in a scenario where we have no choice than to live in a certain way our lives are now being dictated by this by the import of this new virus you know what I, I was thinking the other day, right? I mean, nations are building armies to fight an enemy looking forward to a war. And this invisible virus comes in and we're, we're, we're all, we, we don't even know what to do. All the ammunition that have been accumulated is useless oh, now. <laughs> it's, 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 it's useless, you know? You know, and, it, 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 it's quite funny, you know, when you think about it. Nobody ever thought a bio threat, you know, would, yeah. would be yeah. imminent. Yeah. Everybody's thought- thinking of, you know, either the guy from North Korea wants to do something crazy or, you know, you know, you know, put, some from somewhere, it. somewhere. And, and exactly. nations have nations have been building up their ammunitions and people have been boasting about how strong an army they have and this and that and that. And here we go. I mean, you can't even see the enemy to attack the enemy. No, um, at all, at all. You can't at all. You don't but, have access. You know, but to, that see, is, that is, <laughs> to see the yeah, enemy, that, 
no. he means you mean this, to come into the open. This this enemy is a stealth enemy, you know, comes in in the middle of the night to steal, to kill, and to destroy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, but God is good. God is good. God is yes, good. Sir, so, yes, so sir, I, I mean, I know, I know Lagos was in lockdown and things have been eased up a bit. I mean, by the time this um, broadcast goes out, I don't know, things may be different as well. But how has it been for you as an artist, as a musician, as a producer? How has it been for you, um, you know, uh, mm. throughout this this period honestly speaking if i if i must be very honest with you i think this has been one of my most creative times ever wow okay because okay. you know majority of the time you are, you are working with this artist or you're working on this project but now you don't have a choice than to sit down with yourself first and foremost mm-hmm. if you are mm-hmm. someone who is not very good with you know meditation you are not going to like this season if you are someone who is not used to sitting down and enjoying your own company you are not going to like this season you know if you are someone who is dependent upon movement dependent upon noise you are not going to enjoy this season in fact i have i, I honestly speaking I, I don't think i've been this creative all my years and you know what's uh-huh. making it interesting it mm-hmm. is the fact that um, uh, I have access, I have easy access to my office and I'm working from home. I've created a system whereby, you know, I can work from home easily. So I don't have to travel anywhere to actually go okay. and get my gear or, you know, to, to work with stuff. It's, it's, it's been good. I, I think uh, this is what you know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I was saying, I think it's God's own way of actually pressing the reset button. Mm-hmm, is, either the, mm-hmm. is either the reset button or the pause button? Which one do you think it is? Is it reset I think or it's pause? a reset, man, because the reason why I said it's a reset is, you know, if it's a pause, if he presses play, if things go back to it how carries they on. Used, yeah, yeah, it goes back to how it yeah. used to be. But it's a reset because, you know, first and foremost, there was no prediction that this was going to occur. You know, and it's a different ball game if it occurred in one country or two countries. But this is occurring all over the world simultaneously at the same time. It is not a respecter of religion, of race, or tribe, or, you know... Econo- or, 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 exercise of economy. No, your size of economy or even your profession. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's a new normal. Whether we like it or not, we have to accept it. This is our new life going forward. So you on know? the creative side of things, I mean, as you're saying, on the creative side of things, there's a positive there for you as, oh, as yes. a producer. Yes, uh, but sir. How, how, uh, how, how about as an artist, where obviously as an artist, you know, you do gigs, you, have, you put concerts together, you get invited to <laughs> events and all of that. How has that been affected? Wow. Um, to, to be quite honest, you know, I, I'm always forward thinking. I'm always thinking ahead of time. You know, I, I make music ahead of time. I have, I mean, as I'm seated, I have music that can last me for the next three years if I don't even do anything, you know, because I don't, I don't wait to say, okay, oh, let me release the song and then let me just sit down and see what's going to happen next. No, you know, I'm always building content. So I built content ahead of time. But with regards to um, having a concert 
I actually was going to have a concert this year. Then I spoke to my spiritual father. He said, you know, maybe we should postpone it to next year. And I was like, okay, that that's fine. I, I and guess, that, was be, that, that was before Corona? That was long before Corona. Okay. You know, okay. and I, okay. I, I've always, I've always been someone who, who thought of, you know, I sit down to ask myself, what should I be doing within the next three to five years? It's always at the back of my mind. Always. It's not just in conversation. You know, it, it's, some things are easy. You go for an interview. So what's your plan? You're like, oh, you know, for the next two, three years, I'm going to be. Most times those things are just uh, postulations. A lot of people don't work on it. They don't plan on it, you know. So I didn't postulate. I told myself, you know what? You need to build content for years to come because life life can happen at any point in time. Of course, when I'm thinking life can happen, not in a million years was I thinking of of, of, a of corona, this happening. Of this happening, never. Yeah. Not what yeah. did I even think about it, you know? So um, it's 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 challenging for those who live based on en- physical engagement. Those who, you know, have concerts, they go from church to church. You know, I've actually put a pause on, you know, for, for about like a year to like two years, I've placed a pause on me going from church to church to minister. I've, I've actually sat down to spend more time on the word because my plan is to grow, you know, to grow spiritually uh, to to become that which I am preaching, you know, uh, and the the easiest way to become that is to give one's self to the word. So that has given me more time, you know, uh, with God. So the issue of me singing from church to church hasn't really occurred. So I, I'm not really affected by, you know, the issue of having to, you know, perform and all that. Because first and foremost. I have multiple streams of income. So I'm not dependent on the fact that, you know, I have to go to one church to go and perform. You know? I mean, you, 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 you've just talked about some very, very important things there. One, you talked about the importance of having content as, as an artist. Yes. And then we also talked about the issue of multiple streams of income. We're going to take yeah. a very, very quick quick music break uh, when we come back we'll explore those um two things that you've just mentioned we'll explore them into a bit more detail uh, yes, but you sir. get the chance to you get the chance to choose one of your songs that we can play in the break Woo-hoo! so you are you are mr selector flow rocker hey <laughs> bend down selector okay yes um can i pick one from my latest album i mean my, my yes, latest sir. TV. Fantastic. I would love you to play me Arise, featuring Christine, Finidi, and Nancy. And the reason why I want you to play for me, I want to hear that Ghanaian. I know know there's the the Ghana connection there, isn't it? I'm telling you. You know, right now, I'm a lover of Chi. Ah, you know, I see. so I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's interesting. You should talk, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it in a moment. But here is Arise by Flo Rocker, is his brand new, um, well, it's actually in his EP, his um, current yes. EP. We'll talk about the EP in a moment, but then you also have a video of this on YouTube as well. Yes, so, sir. everyone, yes, sir. go out there, go check it out. Obviously, not whilst you're listening to the show, when you finish the show, go and listen, go and watch Arise <laughs> on. on <laughs> on YouTube but this is Arise by Flo Rocker yes sir 
single from his brand new EP. What's the EP called again, Flo? The, ironically, it's self-titled. It's Flo Rocker, the EP. Flo Rocker, the EP. So why have you put out an EP now? Um, is there um, an album to follow or is it just going to be EP and then singles and, and stuff uh, like that? What's, well, I, what's the plan? I, 
Yeah, well, the plan is after the EP, I'm going to have, you know, like I said, I have a lot of content. So I'm prayerfully picking. So hopefully the next uh, batch of songs are going to be singles and then will come another album and then singles and then another album again. Great, great stuff. So uh, before the break, before we had the music break, you mentioned something about the fact that you're loving uh, the tree language in Ghana. Oh, what's, yes. what's, the, what's the connection between Floroka and Ghana at the moment? Honestly speaking, maybe because I've had the privilege of working with some brilliant minds in Ghana. I mean, I've always loved Ghana, by the way, you know. So I have an, an artist. I have two artists I'm managing, you know, in Ghana. There's Helen Yorsen. There's Esaias, you know, there are a few pending, you know, and then I have a, a another fantastic working relationship with uh, Jebet Pro Music. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, those guys okay. are they're the best thing that has hit me since, since I can remember working with a team. You know, those guys are just something else. They are, they are dedication to excellence, especially Jerby himself. You know, his dedication to excellence, it, it's very rare to, you know, to find someone who is willing to scatter everything and start all, all over again. You know, someone who will not allow anything just slip by. Eh, it's okay. Like, like, eh, nobody will notice. No, 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 no. You know, so coming across someone like that made my life, I mean, that's the first time really I would have a team. That, that, that was first my my first live recording, you know, of an of an EP, playing with the guys and singing with the guys at the same. We had just so one. Did one you, was it was was a team from 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 Nigeria? Or you, no, the whole team was, was in the, Ghana. En- wow. The Thank entire you. team was made up of Jebet Pro. The entire team. Wow. The Thank only you. person who went there was myself. And my lovely wife, and, and that that was it. Oh, of of course, you, I know you used that <laughs> used that opportunity as uh, some kind of mini, mini honeymoon. As, as exactly, exactly. You know, so I went to with my wife. We had only one. I mean, honestly speaking, this is the part that trips me. We had just one rehearsal. We rehearsed a day before that live recording. I mean, that's to so let I, you know how perfect. How you know how excellent those guys are? I I know you've you've kind of like you said. I mean you you know you have links in Ghana. You've worked with a lot of artists. I mean one of them is obviously Pastor Helen Yosin, whose voice oh, I yes. love. You know, <laughs> um, but uh, what's your quick evaluation of not just the industry in Ghana? If if we can use the, I always say if we can use the phrase industry because that's very debatable. Uh, but mm. what's your evaluation of not just the industry in Ghana, but in Nigeria? And you know about what happens in other parts of Africa as well. What's the gospel industry like um, at the moment? I mean, forget about coronavirus. Let's think before yeah. Corona. You know, how was it going and what do you think is going to happen after this? Um, quite honestly, if you ask me, I think the, um, if, I'm, if I'm going to be very honest, I think the, um, the, the, the gospel ministry in terms of songs in Nigeria, it's not doing well. And the reason why I said it's not doing well is because I'm not using, in, it's an industry because it's supposed to be a group of people. I'm not, mm-hmm. in terms of if it's individual successes, yes, a few people are having successes, you know, 
here and there. And even the word success is relative because if your definition of success is making album sales, then I would really say then a lot of people are not really being successful. If your definition of success is the quantum of people who come for your concert, then I would say, well, also, you know, that's dwindling because these days, you know, the world is really going viral in such a way that more people are looking to the internet for your content. People want to see, do you have behind the scenes? Do you have music videos? Do you have live performances of your songs? Not just necessarily in front of an audience. You know, it's, 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 it's a bit dicey, you know, because a lot of people don't seem, it's like the gospel industry is morphing into, I can't even call it a secular industry because in the secular industry, there's a, there's a working relationship they have with themselves. You know, they, they, there's, oh. a, there's a quantum of support. They support each other. And when I'm talking about support, I'm not saying financial support. I'm talking about support in terms of the content. You know, mm-hmm. it's like everybody is self-oriented. It's like as time is progressing, people are more self-oriented. You find people posting only their content. You know, if you go to someone's, if you go to a, a minister of the gospel, average minister of the gospel, you know, go to their world. And yet maybe one or two or a few, you know, they put up the content of other people. But, you know, they are not aggressive about it. it it's quite passive. It, it's cheap so to we're, just... We're not, we're not collaborating enough. The no, synergy doesn't no. seem to be... Okay, okay. No, so that's, no that's, and, that's and, and we're not coming together to create anything. You know, it's like... It's everyone like it's, everyone is, 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 is in their own yard doing their own little thing and then... Exactly. Yeah. And that's why we seem to be reproducing the same thing all over again. Because if we came, I mean, there was a project that we released um, uh, just, just recently, you know, um, towards the um, coronavirus pandemic. You know, the moment I sniffed that this was going to be a problem, I, I, I got a few um, gospel singers together and they were not your everyday kind of gospel singers. I mean, most of them were young artists. And the reason I work with them is they have, they seem to have an open mind and they're very mm-hmm. open to sitting down and, you know, writing together. When I call them together, I say, guys, I want us to write this song together. They say, oh, you're a fantastic songwriter. Why don't you just write and we sing? I said, no, I want your essence. So we sat down. I actually made a behind the scenes. It's, it's on Instagram. I, I made a behind the scenes of our thinking process. We sat down, you know, and we started thinking of what, how to coin our words. And in doing that, we ran away from cliches. There, there are certain languages that have been used over time. And then we wanted to reach an audience that was not necessarily religious. We wanted to reach, you know, every single person out there. So that helped us in terms of molding our mindset. We need more of that within the gospel. We need more people coming together, being selfless. I think the problem is a lot of people want to project self. So they don't want anybody in their, you know, forum. You know, they, won't, they don't want anybody in their sphere, you know, coming in, you know. And the, the easiest way to get better is to pollute your atmosphere. Get somebody else who doesn't think the way you think. Get somebody else who has a different perspective in on the music. And then it will change. You know, the, the way I, I, was, I was, sorry to break you, I was telling my wife, I said, I love the way this song came out. I said, if it was 
if I was going to produce this alone, it wouldn't sound like this. But because there are different people, different mindsets, different sounds, you know, it made me move in a different direction, you know? I, I like I like what you said about working with a younger generation of artists um, and who are coming with uh, fresh ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. Would you say it was kind of a symbiotic relationship whereby they learned from you and you learned from them? And if you did, what are some of the things that you think, you know, a younger generation of artists have to bring to the table? Okay. Um, honestly speaking, I must say it was symbiotic. It was two ways, and, and let, let, me, let, me, let me elucidate a little bit more. It was symbiotic because they learned that um, it, most of them are not too used to singing to an audience that is non-religious. Most times, as ministers of the gospel, majority of, our, uh, of the people who we write for are Christians. So they learned how to, you know, speak in a way that is not necessarily religious without losing the authenticity of the power of the gospel. The area where I learned, you know, was perspective, thinking. You know, when we were writing the lyrics, these guys would think in a total, they have a totally different trajectory. It's like, it's like they, they are digesting something different from what the older ones are digesting. And that's why their content is coming out very differently. You know, I have a particular set of young guys that I tend to listen to. I follow them, I promote their stuff, you know, on my social media handles. And it's because they, they, they are choosing a different route and hence they are getting a different result. So I think it's only wise because truth be told is you can't be enthroned for so long. Change is inevitable. People are going to come behind you. Now, are you going to walk with them or are you going to stand alone and they walk past you? I, I chose, you know, the first option, which is to walk with them. So I tend to walk with more younger, you know, I, I tend to walk with the younger generation more. I, I rarely even walk with the people in my Kairos. I rarely, rarely. Really. Wow. Wow. That, that is wisdom there. Because of, oftentimes what you find is um, established artists sometimes seem a bit detached from the younger ones. And having spoken yeah. to some younger artists, I think one of the things that they really look forward to is being able to actually get into that space of, 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 of people who they, they deem to be mature. Um, yeah. in, in ministry and, and in, in the industry because they think there's a lot to learn from there. Very you know, true. Uh, very for true. people to actually share their mistakes, their failures, and be very honest with them. And sometimes some of them need um, mentorship as well. Very and I true. think, you know, um, this goes out to all the um, OGs, you know, people who <laughs> have been in, been in the industry for a while. You have so much to learn. And I think if this industry is to continue, then we have a responsibility or yes. you know, if you're an artist and you're listening, then you have a responsibility to make sure you pass on your um, experiences, yeah, your knowledge, yes. your knowledge yes. uh, you know, and, and, and help bring, uh, why do you think sometimes, I mean, I, I, you, you've talked about the fact that sometimes people feel very protective over their, their, their rulership, uh, but yes. why, why should that be so? Why should that be so anyway? You know, like if, you're if saying, you ask me, I think it's fear. It's, it's fear of the unknown. So they want to right. hold on to the familiar. 
you know. Oh. And, and, and the fear in holding on to the familia is that whether you like it or not, whether you postulate for it or not, change will occur. It will, it will, it will definitely come. And it will occur without announcement. So the earlier you are used to a process of opening your doors, the better. In fact, I dare to say the only way you can be transgenerational, I mean, meaning, you know, transiting from one generation to the other, is working with those who are coming in. Now, they may not have the best of experiences. I mean, they may not have the best of talent. But as Christians, which should be, sometimes I feel that the principles of the gospel get lost when a lot of ministers of the gospel are, you know, are working together. The, the Bible says one will put to flight a thousand, two will put to flight ten thousand. I mean, look, look at the exponential difference. Yeah, between... the math, the math, the math, the math doesn't make sense, isn't it? It's, exactly. You're talking about ex- exponential, and that sounds like co- coronavirus multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Is, one shall put a thousand to flight. Two shall put 10,000 because, yes. you know, logically speaking, if one shall put 1,000, then two should be 2,000, isn't it? But it's 10,000. So exactly. It's, it's the importance of synergy there. Exactly. Of synergy. So, so, I mean, knowing this as Christians, you would presume that some of the principles that, you know, ministers of the gospel are riding on are these principles. Well, sadly, they are not. We have new, I mean, and, and you know, music is very funny. The, the less people hear of you, the less they see you operational, the more they forget you. And now you're talking about a generation where music, I mean, you have like, in, in, in Lagos alone, you have like 10 artists releasing or five artists releasing, you know, a song daily. Daily. People are releasing songs daily. So one of the reasons why people will, you know, follow you is if you are compelling. And to be a compelling artist is not something you do on your own. To be compelling That's has to true. do with variety. Because the, the ge- ge- generations are changing. And sound is changing. And as the sound changes, preferences are changing likewise. So you need to understand that people may not have preference for your kind of music all the time. So for you to be compelling, you must have variety. Why are people going to listen to you when they have Almost 10 million options. Why? What will keep someone glued to your music if not for the fact that you have varying perspectives? Because, I mean, truth be told is we have the likes of Don Moyne. Don Moyne is still popular today, but there are other options. The same way some of the shops that we had, you know, with time, things evolve. So I think the fear of a lot of ministers of the gospel is the fear of, of evolving. You know, you can't have control for so long. I mean, someone like me, I'm a sound crafter, you know, which means I create sound all the time. I have to be open to new sounds, whether I like it or not, whether it's my preference or not. I have to have a global-minded perspective when it comes to creating music or collaborating with people. You know, so... As ministers of the gospel, it is high time people start thinking of collaborating. Now, of course, some people say, oh, this person is not on my skill set. Truth be told is, 
we, we have to get to a point where the skill now becomes not just how well do you sing, but how well can you deliver message? I mean, spoken word has taken the stage for quite a while, and nobody is moving in that direction. I mean, it, and the it thing is, it's, the point is that iron sharpens iron anyway. Exactly. So exactly. For me, if if somebody's not your skill set, then your responsibility is to pull that person up to Thank where you, you think very, you no, are. See, and see, you, you, know, you never know, even in pulling that person up, you might even learn something from them. De- definitely. De- de- I mean, you, you just said something scriptural without, without actually even, you know, making a, a, a quotation of a verse. You spoke about iron sharpening iron, which obviously also means the less you get sharpened, the duller you become over time. You, know? you become I mean, blunt. But exactly, you become blunt. So it's the same principle. And what you mentioned is a spiritual principle. So it's the same, it's just wisdom. Sometimes, and this is another problem I think a lot of OGs have as an issue. They are waiting for people to come to them. You have to learn to go to people. You have to, you have to reach out, reach exactly. out, reach out. You need to learn to reach out, you know, reach out. Every time I have to do something new, I just, I, I reach out to people. I listen to the sound. The reason I bring you in is not because I love your sound. You have a different perspective. All I need is a change of perspective. You know, you know it's, 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 it's very interesting what you're talking about. I mean, the old and new working together. Because um, I don't know if you ever had this opportunity to, to, to meet um, one of, I'll call the pioneers of contemporary gospel music in Ghana called Minister Danny Nete. Did you ever meet Danny before? Oh, he was no, to, but I heard a lot of his songs. Lot. Yeah. I mean, Danny um, told me once that it got to a stage in his career where the people that he had mentored were the people that kept him in ministry. Wow. You know, because basically they inspired him. They got him on the events. Um, you know, he went to places and he met people who were like, you know what? Um, you have been my role model without even knowing. I've learned so much from you. Doors were open for him because he impacted the lives of a younger generation of artists. I can, wow. I can mention, I can wow. mention a, whole, a whole list of a whole list of younger artists in Ghana who basically um, studied under him. He impacted their lives. So, you know, if you're an, an artist out there, um, listen, somebody once said, the sky is too big for beds to clash. Beds <laughs> fly in the sky. Very true. <laughs> they, very, very they true. They don't clap. And you know, you know one thing that I found as well. If you go to any shopping mall, and I'm sure shopping malls in Nigeria come to London, there are areas in every shopping mall where all you have is restaurants, and nobody cares what the other person is selling. Everybody gets their yes. market. Yes. So you find yes. you find Burger King, KFC. Yeah, next uh, to Costa. In, next, I mean, next next to one another, honestly. but they all function and they function well. Because everybody mm-hmm. knows if we want to eat, we go to the food court. This is where we have to go to. And this is where we get the food. So yeah. I think, you know, yeah. um, just a word, a word to um, anybody who's been out in ministry, um, like you're saying, let's reach out to the younger ones as well yes. um, to help yes. to help grow the ministry. Yeah, and, and, say, not just, say, and not just, sorry to cut you, and not just reach sorry. out. We must learn to invest in them likewise. That is one thing a mm. lot of people are not doing. I presume the reason why you are given the privilege 
to be where you are at is to become a bridge for others to climb. You know, it's not enough wow. to just reach out. Wow. Invest in them. Take your money, take your time, take your energy, take your resources. Invest. Now, whether the person brings you, you know, whether you gain back from the person is not, no, no that, that, that's not the principle. The principle is so, so into the lives of these guys, whether you think they are going forward or, you know, they are going sideways, invest in them. You know, investment is not just with the mouth to say, oh, you know, oh, you recommend this person, put your money, put your life to it if you believe in what it is they are doing. Because there is no artist I know that somebody did not invest in, you know, either directly or, or indirectly. A lot of ministers of the gospel need to learn to invest. That is one big lacuna in Nigeria. There is no investment whatsoever. Everybody's saying, I hustled, I paid my dues. You go pay your dues too. You know? Wow. You know what? Flo, we're going to leave the conversation here because this conversation is too long. This is the end of part one. Because, wow. you know, this this conversation, so we, we, we're ending it here, end of part one. Um, if you're tuning to the conversation with Uncle Charles, uh, we've been talking to Flo. He's been telling us a lot about, you know, ministry and how older, the older generation in ministry can help the younger generation come up. But make sure you tune in next week because we have part two of this conversation coming up. Yes, sir. Miss Ayami Mo, why shop? And we can go, Nobody can ever say no.